So I gotta get hydrated. Wanna cramp up in the middle of the interview. <laughs> All right, well, tough game, overtime again, and uh, kept putting a bad spot, a tough spot where we had to kick a field goal in the overtime, you know, on offense, and um, proud the defense was able to make a play. And uh, it's been really pleased with the preparation these guys have given us, the effort that our players have given us, and hats off to USC, they're a great team, tons of talent. And I think they're going to do great in their uh, in their conference. But just really feel fortunate to get this win. And uh, we made some plays and and uh, you know, did some things that were a little bit unconventional on offense and defense and special teams. And uh, just uh, glad that we were able to get the win. I'll take any questions you guys have. How's, how's the heart rate after two straight of these? Well, I, I can do this. If we win the game, I'm good. It doesn't matter. But I don't know. It just it was a lot of fun. I just obviously we don't want to. Get, have this be a habit, but I'll take it. If we feel good, we we worked on this these situations um, a lot in camp and spring ball, and um, you know with red zone defense, red zone offense, um, and so we feel really comfortable with what we're doing as a, as a group, and have a, a bunch of leadership on this team that really believes in each other, and they demand a lot from each other. And so um, I think it's easy as a head coach for me to have guys that do it, and and uh, that I can lean on and this uh, senior leadership to everyone on the team holding each other accountable that's that's what we're seeing and our guys are growing and getting better and we're progressing let's uh, get ready for the next one too so get excited for that that opportunity is there anything worse than having to wait for the replay that you've had to do that twice in a row to make sure it was the game was over yeah I think they should just let me review it for everyone <laughs> I've been pretty spot on except for the one time I took a timeout just to have them review it again it was more principled than anything and so um, but yeah, I just felt like um, you know we, we we did some things that I uh, took some chances and took some risks, but I didn't think we're out of the ordinary. But I was just proud of our players and the way they performed it. I mean, offensively, defensively, and special teams, I thought we played really solid and and uh, just really happy that our guys were able to execute and just trust our players. I, I love our quarterback and he's right there and I want him to know that he knows that already too and, and uh, love the way that he works with this team and, and love the leadership on our on, on our team and um, you know we're sorry we, we won this game and I'm happy about that but now we have to win and learn and have a time opportunity to learn for the next one too because uh, we have a, a big team a big time opponent coming to town again and uh, really looking forward to that one. Where does this game rank in your career as far as not only the win, but the bizarreness of the game. I don't know. I, I, I just I, this isn't about me and my rankings of the games. It's just I was just happy for our players and happy for our fans to get the win. And I just uh, as a head coach, I have the best view in the house, you know. So uh, there's moments that I was just a fan, enjoying what Coach Grimes and uh, Coach Tuiaki and Coach Lamb were calling, and the rest of the assistants were doing an amazing job, you know, getting it ready and and demanding a lot from their players and performing well. And so um, I think as a head coach, it was just, it was nice for me to sit back and show some energy, but have a, just really just support the guys as much as I can. Cause I think our coaches and our players did an amazing job. What do you tell your defense going into that overtime period, knowing that you, know, you have a field goal to work with? They know it. I mean, they, they, they know the urgency that's involved with it. And, you know, we, um, I thought defensively we were able to, um, make an air, air raid team rely heavily on the run, and that was a good thing for us, you know. So, uh, and I thought our guys were able to tough it out a little bit, and uh, we asked a lot from that D line this game, and I thought they did an amazing job, and um, you know, owning the line of scrimmage as much as they did, and, and uh, trying to provide a lot of pressure to three man rush. I think most of the time we're in a three man or four man rush, and 
Um, you know, and I, I credit our coaches for sticking to the game plan and keep working. I mean, I, I don't. We gave up some big chunk plays, and that's USC has some great talent. And they're able to make some big time plays and big time throws. Uh, but there's one that we gave up that was that was just a, a blown assignment. And then uh, I just love our guys. Just keep playing. They just keep working hard and they keep plugging along. And when we have that type of effort and that type of energy on the sidelines, I think we'll be in a good position. Well, I said a lot in the past that you want to see your guys play BYU football. That performance today was that definition of BYU football to you? I thought so. I thought offensively we were able to use all our weapons. You know, you saw a lot of guys make plays and. Defensively, we were able to rely on our depth. We had some guys. I mean, we were fortunate in the first two weeks to have not have so many injuries. And this one, we got kind of banged up in games. I don't think I don't know how severe some of the injuries that we had, but we were able to go back to our depth that we were trying to really rely on. And those guys stepped up. So proud of those guys, you know. And the, and, um, and the things that they've done in the off season this made me so proud of the, with how they performed today. This is a win that can change the perception of your program. Oh, I don't really care about all that stuff, man. I'm just trying to coach football and have fun with these kids. So, Kalani, uh, a couple different times in the game, you had a, a short yardage package where you brought in mm-hmm. Austin and Kyrie and, and Diane to get a, like a yard or two. Um, it, it worked the one time in getting you the first down, the other time you got stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, but what do you like about that package? You know, what, what's kind of led you to, to use that in the short yardage situations? Uh, it's a package that Ed Lamb absolutely loved, and we used it last year. And, and um, you know, I thought it worked for us. And, and uh, this week we just got it, the spot wasn't what we wanted. And, you know, we're an inch short. But so I have a lot of trust in those those guys that performed in that group. And, you know, we have a lot of things that go along in that package. So we'll see what happens are, are next week. specific situations where you look to use that yeah, I'm not going to tell you when they are. So um, you just have to find out. What were you told on that USC touchdown when he was forced out and came back in? Um, I don't know. I thought it was offensive PI, but whatever. I mean, that's the refs have a hard job. I know it's really tough for them. Um, I had a good view of it. They can always ask me. I can give them the call. So give me a flag. I'll make the right call. But overall, I thought they, they did a great job. It's, it's hard. I mean, I, I don't know. I got to go back and look at it again. And I'm always going to be biased, you know. So, but uh, I thought I thought really they made big plays. You know, we had coverage there, and and the credit to them, they were able to make the play. Looking back to the first quarter, uh, you know, USC scored pretty easily on their first drive, but then that are next two drives, you guys were able to get interceptions. How much of a, of a momentum shift was that, and a confidence boost was that for the defense to get those turnovers? Well, we, we knew those were going to be there. We knew that we were going to have some opportunities to make some turnovers. We even dropped a few today, you know, so um, uh, we, we feel really comfortable with our opportunity to scheme and strategize, but, uh, you know, our guys had to really execute it. It was the players that were able to believe in the scheme and, and for the D linemen to understand their role uh, the three of those guys that just owned the front, and um, it took it took all of the positions, guy, all eleven guys, making it work. And uh, listen, it didn't go perfectly, but I think we were able to establish that they can't do what we wanted them to do. You know, so we we're able to make them be a little bit more balanced. I don't know how many times they ran, how many times they passed, but um, an air raid team that ran the ball more than they threw, I think mission accomplished. Hmm? Why didn't right. you kick the field goal on fourth and two? Because I was being selfish and I wanted to get the first down. Uh, that's me being honest. Yeah, I was. That was a fan moment for me, and I was just 
a lot of regrets on that one, but uh, you know, I think I think uh, Jake had just missed the field goal, and um, just really wanted to just I, I believe in what we did, and it was an inch short. Short, so uh, you know, I I have to look at it and see if I made the best decision, but. I don't know. We'll find out. Maybe I'll, I'll do that again. Can you talk about Wilson and just kind of his improvement and development in the last couple of games? Oh, he's awesome. He, uh, he's been doing that for a long time. And listen, he started the second half of last year, and so he's still kind of in some, some learning moments, you know. And But he's he's learning real quick, and, and, uh, and uh, he's got an amazing football IQ, and he has a great supporting cast to help him. And then he has the work ethic that, that is uh, that is is second to none. The guy is a hard worker and then you match him up with our O-line, our backs, our receivers and tight ends and I think we got something really good something special happening. You touched on defense. Sorry. You touched on defense but can you really tell us what it felt like to be able to see the defense pull out those key plays especially considering uh, you're out a couple starters? I was just really proud of them. I mean the boys stepped up and made plays. I don't know who caught the last pick. Yeah and this is the guys that just were they were excited to be on the field you know and um that's all the guys and, and the sidelines were all tuned in we had all, i mean we had pretty much the whole team involved in every play and the energy was really good and strong and that's that's nothing to do with the head coach that's the culture of the team and the leadership and the, the awesome dynamic that we have with our players yeah i have to look at it. i mean i think i think if you ask our our um, offensive players they they want to do more you know but um, that we can we can take this opportunity to learn, and I, I'm glad we can win and learn. Right, so um, we're looking forward to getting better from this week. Thanks, Coach. I'll one more. I can answer one more. How beneficial? I'm a former player, so. Oh, thank you. How beneficial has it been to have Tyson Williams in the program as a grad transfer, specifically the last two games? Oh, it's huge, and and, and um, you know he he's uh, been able to focus on football and and school, and and you ask him, and he said this has been what he needed. Or all the focus and, and no distractions has been all ball and school. And so you see the things that he's able to do on the field. But I, I love the things that he does when he doesn't have the ball in his hands. You know, and that, and that goes for all 11 guys on the field. They work really hard. And, man, it's just an honor for me to be their coach. I love it. And uh, just enjoying this moment and, and looking forward to learning from it. Thank you. Thanks, guys. We are pleased to be joined in the broadcast booth by BYU head coach Kalani Sitake. Back-to-back weeks, back-to-back wins, back-to-back overtimes. How you feeling, coach? I'm feeling great. <laughs> Ankles are healthy now, so um, I'm feeling great and just so so happy for the for this win. And uh, I just felt like it was uh, such a cool evening, a cool, cool afternoon, and, and just a great experience for our players and our fans. And uh, it was it was awesome to watch. If there was one thing that this game came down to, what might it be for BYU today? Um, I, I think for us, just we were resilient again, you know. And um, there there are moments where it could have been easy to just give up, and our guys are on top of it from the very beginning and, and to the end. And, and uh, we had a lot of fun, man. The guys were loose, and I, th- I thought they're they're excited to play the game, and they're trusting each other. And, and it took all three phases to to, to function well. And um, I, I'm really happy with the way the coaches uh, prepared the, this team, and uh, really happy with the leadership on our on our uh, from our players and. And not just the uh, seniors, but from everyone. It, it, it was a great team win, and, and uh, it was uh, an honor for me to watch it as a head coach. Coach, in your postgame press, <clears throat> you were asked the question, does this win change the perception of your team, to which you said, I don't care about that. That's hard for the fans to believe because we, as fans, 
that's all we care about is how our team is being perceived on a local or a national stage. But in my opinion, and being a former player, you do not win back-to-back overtime games against opponents of this caliber without being in the right mental mindset. So tell us how you, as a co- how you as the head coach, get your staff and your players to truly turn out, tune out all of the noise out there, and focus on the task at hand because it's showing on the field. I, I trust the players and. Uh... You know, for for me, it was it was simple to to, to have them have such a huge and integral part in, in helping our team and the culture of it. And so I trust our players to make make decisions, and um, and my job is to facilitate their dreams. And that's all I do as a head coach. And um, you know, it's it's a uh, it's a credit to their families and how they're raised. And, and we're really tapping into more than just the football part. We're tapping into the how much they love each other, how much they care for each other, how much they love representing this school and the church and um, how it's important for them to play with sportsmanship and honor and, and all that stuff that that goes into it. These guys do a lot of service and they help so many people uh, with the role that they're in and, 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 and the status that they have as a, as a football player. But uh, when I say I, didn't, I don't really care about that, it's just like I get, I'm lucky I get to be around these young men, you know, and I get to be around awesome fans. And so uh, uh, I think the perception, we just, what it doesn't really matter. I'm, I'm we had a great moment, a great experience, and and, uh, and uh, memories that will last forever. And then that that's uh, – I can't wait to make some more. <laughs> you got to be around a lot of awesome fans, like really up close at the end of this game oh, yeah. tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it, it, was, uh, it was perfect. I'll take it. You know, and uh, I, I was able to hug a bunch of fans. And I said uh, my goal in, as, my, as a head coach at BYU is to hug every fan out there. And uh, we got a lot of, done, a lot of that done today and and uh, just it was so much fun man i i didn't want to end i love the fact that they're storming the field and and <laughs> stepping on my toes it felt great you know so um th- those were those moments that i remember as a kid storming the field and jumping up and down and being around great football players like ty detmer and steve young and you know just being enjoying vicekahema and lick lucky all those guys that i can name and and uh saw a lot of young people today enjoying themselves and saw a lot of old people too it was a lot of fun Okay, today's game, uh, three more takeaways, zero giveaways. Let's go back the last two games, both wins. It's four takeaways. It's zero giveaways on offense. And look at these four takeaways. It's a turnover leading to a Tyson touchdown last week at Tennessee, which was in a, in a scoring area. This week, it's a pick in a scoring area. You end up with a touchdown. It's an INT in a scoring area. You get a field goal. Then it's an INT in the same kind of area to end the game. Those are crucial, crucial plays where you need to have them. <laughs> yeah, and, and – uh and uh, in between that, there are some that we dropped, you know. So um, uh, uh, I'm the coach, and I'm going to go, nothing can be enough. So I, I, I'm still wishing we would have caught that one that was bouncing around towards the end of the game, the one that was in the red zone down here. Um, and so I'm I'm always going to analyze that stuff. I'm always going to analyze my decision to go for it on fourth down instead of kick the field goal. So uh, I'm I'm still trying to get better as well as a head coach. And uh so I'm I'm getting in that mode now where I want to get to the film and, and find a way to get better because our fans and our players deserve that. By the way, Dion, as a true playmaker, makes the INT after earlier in the game scoring a touchdown as a running back, so he can kind of do it all. <laughs> yeah, and and uh, it's it's a good good year to wear number five, you yeah. know. So evidently, uh, yeah. Dion, you know, it's it's crazy. Dion makes some great plays, and there's times that it's really quiet, and that's when he's doing his job as a corner uh, when you don't hear about what's happening on his side of the bo- of the ball, you know, and. Uh, I think he was really hungry for this. He 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 was saying it during the sideline. He was that law of attraction. He was just saying, "I'm going to make this play. I'm going to make a play." And 
and you know it was one of those things where the players were just anxious to and and urgency to get to make the play when it came their way and I'm glad they did it Coach, one of the things I've been so immensely impressed of from both your play callers but also your players is their poise. Last week, Tennessee went away from the run game that was giving them success in the second half and a couple key third down, decided to put the ball in the air. Today, USC went away. They were You guys were giving routes up to the sideline, right? You were giving them quick outs and using the sideline as a defender. And in key moments of the game, they decided to go over the middle, um, which was trouble all night for them. How how have you architected this program in a way that your play callers, your staff, and your players remain poised in situations where the opponent seems to be cracking and deviating from their plan? You guys stick with it, and it always seems to work out for you. I think these guys just trust they trust the coaches. I trust them, you know, and when we looked at this game plan on offense, defense and special teams, it made a lot of sense and, and, and it's it's a little different than what you're used to, you know, especially when you're defending this type of offense, an air raid type of offense and like I said it before, I played in this offense. I know the route progression, I know what, what their looks are going through, I know what their when when their primary receiver's taken away, what their looks are gonna be and so um and it's a very explosive offense and you know, there's some teams that were saying, well, maybe you should sl- people say you should slow the game down and all that. Oh, I'm going to be aggressive. I'm going to go for it on fourth down. And uh, there's a, there's, you know, I'm going to waste a timeout when they tell me that you're going to waste it out of principle, you know. And and, uh, and when I did that, the players, uh, they, they continue continually telling me that they had it. They, they said, Coach, we got this. We got this. Micah Simon's pulling me off the field. And, you know, I, I got to control my uh, emotions, but um, when when I feel like the guys have been done wrong because they worked so hard for this, I'm going to say something. You know, and, and uh, that's how I felt. And uh, you know, whether I was right or wrong, it, it didn't really matter at the moment. And I'm glad that those timeouts didn't come to hurt us. But I'm glad the players had my back and that they had each other's back. But to answer your question, they believe in these coaches. The coaches believe in them. And there's some moments where you just have to let the guys play and make and just let loose and have fun. You know, and and uh, we will ask them. There's a lot of collaboration that goes on on the sideline from our players to our, our coaches and, and what they feel comfortable with, you know. And Kyrus was saying, I can I can own the line of scrimmage up front. Just trust us. And mm. said, okay. You know, and, and uh, uh, I'm, I'm glad our coaches have that great relationship with the players. I'm glad our players who, when they're they're tired and, 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 and they feel like they can come off the field and trust their backups to go in and make plays and have an, an effect in the game. And, uh, I mentioned about it in the, in the press conference that, that we had to rely on our depth this going through the schedule and the season, and I'm, the depth stepped up, man. I, those guys yeah. made some big-time plays. We used a lot, a number of guys. and You were not a full strength today <laughs> coming in. No, no, and, and, and that was a little bit of a surprise because Sawyer Powell was, you know, we're, we're always concerned with our guys, but the, we, he didn't clear the protocol, and so we had to take him out. And, and then uh, Zane Anderson was struggling with, with his with his injury as well, so we we were kind of evaluating that a little bit more. But you know, in the game, we had guys get banged up. I don't know if it's anything too serious, but uh, that that happens sometimes in games where where guys get nicked up and and they can't continue to finish the drive, and you have to rely on your on 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 other guys to make plays. And we had to shift some some positions around, and saw a lot of young guys on defense make plays, and I saw a young offensive line really grow up real quick and. A lot of young guys just just gained the valuable experience. I mean, uh, you're looking out there and you see Matt Criddle and, and Max Tooley and, and Wilgar and Jackson Kafusi and Kavika Fanua, you know, and Chaz Ayu and all these guys making plays at linebacker. And then we're using our safeties. Bo Tanner had a huge game at safety. Malik Moore and, and Austin Lee was solid. So these guys, I mean, I, I could probably name, 
you know, over 25 guys that that were uh, main contributors to our, our defense. And then on offense, we had uh, a bunch of guys that we used to on, on the field. And you saw how Zach was able to spread the ball around and, and different targets and how he trusts uh, the the receivers to make plays. He threw, I think, those Dax that made the touchdown down here. And uh, that that's a great dynamic that we have in this team. And, and it's, a, it's a huge credit to our players and the leadership and the communication they have with their coach. Kalani Sitake with us in the uh, broadcast booth. Uh, Kalani, first game you guys played this year, 55 plays you snapped. Last week, 60. Today, 74. A bigger number. And uh, it's not always just about number of plays, but tempo was used really effectively, I thought, today. When you went to tempo, it really, I thought, got USC um, scrambled. Yeah, and we, we, we're, we're trusting our, our conditioning, you know, and, and um, I thought the conditioning came in handy last week when we were in, in, in Tennessee and definitely came in handy today when it was hot. I mean, we practiced in that afternoon time and from, you know, four to six, and so we're, we're right there. We, we were feeling it, and we knew that the, the heat was going to be a factor, and uh, I just love the way Coach Grimes had this, this uh, offense ready to play. And we used a, n- a number of, of trick plays, even fake reverse, you know, stuff like that that – keep them on their toes and it was a it was big time for us and uh like i said it, it was a, a well executed game plan on all three phases of the of the ball and uh that that's what it was going to take with the energy that we got from our fans and from the sidelines and uh, i'm just glad man I, I think i felt like it was it was kind of headed that way anyways and then glad we were able to make the plays zach wilson had passing stats rushing stats and a receiving stat today yeah jaron hall threw him a ball he did, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, there's there's uh, more room to improve, but I was just really pleased with how he played. And Zach made some really good decisions, yeah. you know, and um, I know that uh, he's, just, he's just really on top of it. He st- you can start to see him grow a lot. Coach, in the last segment we talked about all the de- different defensive players contributing. 11, if you count Zach, well, 11 players caught a ball from Zach, and then Zach himself caught a ball, so that's 12 different players caught a ball. Mike Leach, who's often associated as one of the godfathers of the air raid, said that balance isn't between pass and run, it's between spreading the ball throughout your playmakers. So with all all that was made of the air raid coming in here to Lavelle Edwards Stadium, uh, you know, to me, it, it was clear who was who was running air raid, but without all the pomp and circumstance, were your guys motivated by all the attention and love that USC was getting coming into their own house on a nationally televised game for that opportunity? Of course. I mean, I, we try to keep our guys focused on what, what really matters the most, but these guys, they, they know what's being said and um, questions that are being mentioned out there. And, you know, it's just like the um, – so I, I don't stop showing my dance moves. But the, the – uh, <laughs> Yeah, but they know what's being said out there and the difficulties that's going to happen. And we played a lot of man coverage today, man. So uh, for for a, a, a one of the best receiving core in in uh, college football, I thought our guys manned them up pretty well. And, and uh, we made some mistakes, don't get me wrong, but USC made some big-time plays. But I thought for the most part we were able to battle with them and show that we, we can contend with those those great athletes on the field. What has happened with this team and to this team from week one to week three, do you think? Oh, we've grown a lot. I, I felt like week one we were more um, just really tight, you know, and, and, and uh, it seemed like everybody was afraid to make a mistake, and then we ended up making mistakes, and, and uh, that was kind of hard going into it because we're still a really young group, and, and uh, but I thought, you know, the way that we're, they were able to bounce back and learn from it. I mean, take nothing away from Utah. They're a great team, but they're, they're a really heavy leadership team on, on the senior side, and and our guys, um, they knew that there was a missed opportunity. We made mistakes there. And then, you know, I thought they grew from week one to week two and definitely from two to three. And then now we're looking forward to the next one. Uh, you're 3-0 and over- uh, three and o in overtime, by the way. So that's a good thing. Um, 
back in your first season, you beat Toledo here and then went on the road and beat Michigan State on the road back-to-back. Those were the last games in which BYU was turnover-free in consecutive weeks. You've done it again with Tennessee and now USC. You don't turn the ball over. You're going to give yourself a shot to win every game, and you've got a great record in those kind of games. Yeah, and we've been really um, harping on that with our, with our players. And more than anything, they've been, they've been the ones that have been demanding it from each other, hmm. uh, taking care of the football. If you come watch practice, you can hear that's one of the main things that our, our players say to each other is ball security, taking care of the football, and then – making good decisions from our quarterback and 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 uh it, it it takes the whole team to make it work i, I thought i thought uh you know punting game from from uh Oldroy did some really good things for us too he can get the ball way up in the sky and, and makes it easy for us to cover and so uh, this has been a really good game for us and i'm just really excited about the lessons that we can learn from this with a win since you uh, brought up the special teams, one thing I commented on during the game, in previous games you've been kicking the ball through the end zone just t- taking the touchback. I thought it was an interesting strategy. They were kicking high loopers, let the coverage team go down, and I thought, man, SC's got these explosive guys back there, these returners, why are we taking the chance? But uh, you stopped him short of the 25. In other words, that strategy paid off, I think, on every kick but one when he only made it back to the 25, maybe the 26. Talk a little bit about that special team strategy because uh, field position was big in this game, um, especially as it came down to the wire. Well, when you come with a game plan against the number one kick return team in the country and Coach Lamb says we're going to kick it to him and cover, uh, you can imagine the confidence that the players get from it when they say, hey, this guy's dangerous, they've made some big-time returns, and we're going to go after him, we're going to match him, and we feel good about our, our, our talent running downfield. And I know there's speed, but we feel like we have some speed too, but more importantly, we have some really great courage on our guys that we're running downfield. And so uh, we were flying downfield, man, and, and Coach Lamb felt really confident doing it, and I said, let's go. man." I, I felt great about the, the game plan, but the, more importantly, the players were excited for it. Like, they knew that that ball was going to come out, and Skylar Southam is an amazing kicker. He knows how to how to place the ball with his accuracy, and, and just so such a, a big weapon for us on kickoff, be able to just, you know, uh, kick wherever you want and have our guys cover, and the, the, the communication that they do with each other is amazing. So uh, huge credit to our coaches for Coach Lamb implementing that game plan and for our players to follow through and the confidence that they took the field with. Last thing you said in our pregame interview was just about how it's, uh, you know, with a Saturday afternoon and everything else, it's like old-school Cougar football. Let's go, give mm-hmm. them a, let's go give the fans an old-school Cougar win. That's kind of what it was today, and people got to storm the field and be happy and enjoy a home victory, beat a ranked team and a name team, a national name, right? Uh, it's one of the best days you've had to have as a coach. Oh, uh, yeah. It, 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 was, it was such a, a cool um, flashback to the past of playing the games at one thirty, you know, and 1, 1 o'clock, one thirty kickoff, and, uh, getting a win and, and going home before the sun goes down, you know. So uh, just just uh, such a cool feeling, and um, we have some amazing fans, and I, I just I loved interacting with them after the game and the energy that they brought from the you know into the overtime, but throughout the entire game was amazing. So uh, we're looking forward to them doing it again for us next week. Next week is Washington, so it's another Pac-12 team, another ranked Pac-12 team coming in, and you guys come in with a, a ton of confidence and good feelings at two and one right now. Yeah, and you know they got us last year. It wasn't really much of a game, you know. I, I thought um, we were able to hang in there a little bit early in the game last year up in Seattle. But uh, you know we've learned a lot from that game, and 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 uh, you know looking forward to Zach taking the field against them and 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 with our weapons. But we'll see how, what happens. I think they're uh, 
I, I think they're a very talented team with a great culture with Chris Peterson, the way what he does with that coaching staff and the way they get their players ready to play. It's going to be such a cool thing to have them here in Provo. All right, another 130 kick next Saturday. Kalani, congratulations to you and the guys. Thrilling overtime win again. Knoxville was fun, and this was even more fun in a different way. Yeah, let's keep it going, man. Love you guys. Go Cougs.